This is the Beyond the Studio podcast. I'm Amanda Adams. And I'm Nicole Muller, and we're here to help you figure out the business of being an artist. Here we'll have honest conversations with artists, makers, and business experts, and dive deep into the work that happens beyond the studio. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond the Studio. This episode is a little bit different today. Last week, Amanda had put out a call to listeners to send in recordings on what these last couple of weeks um, or months, in some cases, has been like, um, how you all are navigating this time under quarantine um, in the midst of this global pandemic uh, as artists and freelancers. And as of the time we're recording this, uh, San Francisco has been under shelter in place for almost two weeks now. Um, And Amanda uh, is in Baltimore, where there has also been uh, a state of quarantine. And so we are really here to talk about how we're each navigating that personally, um, what that's been like, and then to hear from some of our listeners on what this experience has been. Our hope is that we will bring you a couple of episodes um, surrounding this because it's so timely and talking with artists on, again, what artists can be doing during this time and um, how we're all collectively working through this experience. I really appreciated getting all of the audio submissions from listeners it is kind of difficult doing a podcast sometimes because we don't necessarily get feedback and know what you guys are doing and what you need and, and how you are. Um, so it was a really great opportunity to hear from you. And I would definitely love to do this again and continue to collect stories. So if anyone else has anything else that they want to share, whether it's a collaborative project, your own work, your thoughts, your feelings around what's going on, any advice or words of encouragement or resources that you know of or have available, um, we would really love to hear from you and share that with our listeners and with everybody. Yes, absolutely. Um, Well, Amanda, I feel like in this time when um, everything that we're hearing about on the news sounds so macro, like this is all taking place at such a global scale, sometimes I think it's easy to, to miss out on that that really human element or to feel a little bit disconnected from what this has been like just as personal lived experience, or at least that's how I've been feeling a little bit. So I guess just on a personal level, how are you doing? What has this been like for you? Well, for a little context, um, if anyone doesn't know, I am a fiber artist and illustrator. Um, I typically do a lot of work at craft shows. I make a lot of products that I sell wholesale to retailers. So those are obviously things that I'm not doing right now. Um, I had some of my wholesale orders that had been in place in March were canceled because stores had to close because wherever they were located, they were forced to close or they made the choice to, um, which I completely understand. And like, (laughs) everyone is affected by this. So it's not personal and it has, you know, nothing to do with me. But of course, it's really disappointing when you're counting on those orders and they're almost done and you're just about to ship and then they get canceled. Yeah, this is such a difficult time for small businesses and artists alike. Yeah, but I know that they're in the exact same boat I'm in. I mean, they had income that they were counting on that isn't coming in and they have to adjust and I have to do the same. So I've been trying to use my time to do the work that I 
want to do when I don't have time. So more personal projects. I started doing this series called The Home Series, <laughs> inspired by uh, things surrounding me in my home that are things that bring me joy, um, and I'm making them out of felt. So far, I've done a lava lamp and a cat clock, and I'm currently working on some wine bottles, <laughs> and <laughs> I made a cast iron skillet, and these are all to scale out of felt. So that's what I've been <laughs> what I've been doing, which has been a really fun project, but I have noticed that my individual online orders, which normally are um, not a huge part of my income, but they are still a you know decent amount. But that's gone up significantly because I think anyone that does have, like, that is still able to work, they want to support, you know, small businesses and artists and makers as much as they can. Um, So that has been really cool, just seeing the amount of support that there is in the community around. But I'm sure that I'm in the same boat as everyone else where I have to, like, try to find some appropriate boundaries with how much I check the news and social media. But, you know, not letting myself get overwhelmed by what's there, but also keeping in touch with what's going on and with people. And like now social media is kind of the only connection I have towards sales. So it's important for my livelihood continue to show up there. Um, my husband, uh, obviously, you know, Nicole, but a lot of listeners may not know he is a musician. He was about to go on tour and that got canceled, which is disappointing. He works for a uh, small amp building business. I guess that's not the best way to describe it, but he builds amps Mm -hmm. for a small business. (laughs) And here in Maryland, we're uh, like, no one is allowed to go to work if it is not, you know, completely necessary. And so he is not even able to like go into the studio building to work anymore. So he filed for unemployment. So that was a fun thing. I mean, not really fun, but it was cool that he actually was able to qualify for unemployment because they've made a lot of changes here in Maryland to allow people that typically wouldn't qualify, like contract workers, people that are self-employed, freelancers, those people are able to get it. And I, I might even qualify for unemployment. Um, I still have to like finish looking through all the information, but a lot of states have been making changes to their unemployment uh, laws. So if you think you may not typically qualify, you might now. So it's definitely good to look Mm -hmm. into that. But um, that's kind of what we're up to. I mean, trying to just stay sane yeah. and creative. Yeah, I know something we were talking about earlier too is that this just so happens to fall at a time of year where you're coming off of your peak season. So in some ways, this is kind of better time than if this had happened before the holidays and you're really used to navigating the seasonal ebb and flow of your work in terms of time and finances. And so you seemed like you were really busier than usual in January and February of this year with wholesale orders. And and so although this has definitely caused a disruption to that and um, kind of shifted, you know, the, the types of orders that you have coming in, it's also coming at a time where you have been able to prepare for what are, are typically slower months out of the year. 
So that kind of has impacted how you're able to maybe work through this. Whereas we know for some artists, this if you're not used to having to plan seasonally or to you know, even have built up savings or plan ahead throughout your year, this might come as a little bit more of a shock to your system and be a little more challenging to, to work through. Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel very lucky because I've used the last few years of working for myself to figure out how to navigate ebbs and flows of busy seasons and slow seasons. And the beginning of this year was definitely one of the busiest years yet at that time. And I had just finished my taxes so I can like line that up and see how things were growing. And I had been so much busier, but it was, you know, the opposite end of this pendulum swing of I was doing well financially, but I had no time whatsoever. And now I'm at the opposite end where I have so much time and I'm worried about money again. But I think that's (laughs) something that I, I learned that I probably will always be swinging back and forth between those two and to try to learn how to you know, based on my own personality and needs, how to create the appropriate boundaries to make things a little bit easier between those different swings. I know that I have a very unique situation regarding my work and and life. And so I'm really grateful that we were able to use the podcast to hear more stories um, because everyone's situation is so completely different and unique, but we are all equally affected by this situation that is a global pandemic. How have you been navigating and and how has it affected Mm -hmm. your life? Well, like I mentioned, San Francisco has, I think was the first city in the United States to go under shelter in place. So only essential businesses were able to remain open. Fortunately, I am able to work from home through my day job at California College of the Arts. So we transitioned to working remotely a couple of weeks ago, and the college announced that they would be moving the remaining classes of the semester online a few weeks ago as well. So we're just about to enter into that time. So in terms of, you know, having a steady flow of income, I'm again lucky that I'm able to to work remotely and work from home along with my partner who is a designer and art director and is also um, able to work from home. So I think we feel a little more financially stable in that way, um, but more of my stress I think comes from thinking about, you know, as this relates to the nature of my work in career development and as connected to the work that we are doing with the podcast is creating support systems for other artists that are navigating through this and who um, are in a much more precarious situation potentially or freelancers that are finding themselves without work. And so what can we do to provide support for for artists, other artists that are working through this? Personally, I have also, you know, through some other big freelance projects that were in the works, something that I started working on at the end of this last year has for a, a local office space here in San Francisco, commission for a large art installation that I had started is been placed, you know, temporarily on hold, hopefully not indefinitely, but that's something that, you know, would have to pick up again once the shelter in place has been lifted and we can kind of reschedule the the installation of that project. I also, um, you know, not really holding my breath on this at this point, but was on the brink of selling a couple of large paintings, which would have been a really, you know, huge thing for me and a, a great boost. And I think we had set to deliver them to the art consultant the day before San Francisco went into shelter in place. So again, I'm not <laughs> anticipating uh. that 
um, that business might be willing to invest in art after this is done, but you never know. So, you know, there has been some some disruption to to some projects and potential loss of painting sales. But again, I'm, I'm grateful that there is a stability of my work at CCA that I'm able to continue remotely. I, I haven't been getting into the studio in this time. I think, you know, in some ways, life has sort of continued as normal. A lot of the work outside of working at my day job is spent on the podcast or in the studio. And so those things I, I consider, you know, we're continuing to move forward with. And so just in the last couple of weeks, I haven't found myself with the you know, maybe the amount of free time that I thought I might have spending so much time at home and realize that I tend to live a pretty quarantine-like lifestyle as it is being um, <laughs> more on the introverted Same. side. And <laughs> I think Amanda and I can relate that, um, you know, working from home is part of our, our regular lifestyle, but... Yeah, just don't go to the gym anymore. <laughs> right, yes, that's definitely something I was doing beforehand also yeah like I mean Uh, maybe not can't go to the gym anymore Mm -hmm. but Uh, you know again I think uh just looking at how we can use the podcast which is already something that Amanda and I have been collaborating on remotely for a number of years um to extend this conversation and to look at ways that other artists are creating remote collaborations out of this time um, and maybe even looking at the kinds of opportunities that this could open up for artists in a time that is, you know, um, undoubtedly really challenging for many. So I think that's something we were really encouraged by, by these listener recordings. Um, We are going to be playing those for you here. Um, And, you know, like many artists, uh, some are facing lost income or opportunities during this time. But one thing I think you'll also find consistent and inspiring in these messages like we did um, is this idea of turning uh, our attention outward and looking at ways to use our work to serve others. So our first recording that we have is from Sarah Burns from Oregon. Hi, this is Sarah Burns. I'm an oil painter in Southern Oregon. Normally, I teach out of my studio, but obviously that's been canceled. I am not selling any paintings, so I'm not really making any income right now. Um, But I keep my expenses very low, and we rely on my husband's income to meet most of our needs anyway, so I think we will be okay. Um, I am, so consequently, I am just focusing on making good work and serving others, like trying to find ways to help others with my art, which is sounds silly in one way, but I have found some ways I think are truly meaningful. Um, one need that I've seen is to connect with kids. You know, there's a lot of kids that are home right now and to have something fun coming in in the middle of the day with, and it helps the parents too. So I've started making these comic stories and pictures for my nieces and nephews. And then I started making a list of kids that I knew, other kids I knew. And so I've wound up, you know, having this big stack of letters that I'm going to be sending out. And I'm going to make a habit of this at least a couple times a week. It's very different from my quote unquote serious painting, but I'm really compelled to do it. And I might even do some grant applications to you know, expand this work because I'm enjoying so this so much. Um, for all those artists who are really deeply struggling right now, I just want to say I feel for you and I support you. I attended the Art World Conference LA this year, which, by the way, beyond the studio, 
um, helped me to know about it. And it was a fantastic event. But I keep thinking of the uh, a workshop that I took with Sarah Delayden. And some of the wisdom that she shared that really sticks with me was to just be really open about what specifically you need and and ask for that specifically. And people oftentimes want to help and can help. So please do that. Anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm Sarah Burns from Southern Oregon. Sarah F. Burns on Instagram, Sarah with an H. And thanks. Be well, everyone. Bye. It's so cool that she attended Art World Conference this last year. And I, I love the, the message, too, um, that if you are feeling really hopeless during this time to try turning your attention outwards and, you know, ask what you might be able to do in service of others and how that might even spur your own work along. And just the importance of being open and really specific about your own needs um, and not being afraid to share that out with your own community. Yeah, I remember after listening to it the first time when it first came in um, and I was thinking like, okay, well, what I want right now is to sell some stuff. So I'm going to share this online and I'm just going to ask people to buy it. (laughs) And I think it was for a painting that did sell. So yeah. And what do you know? You've been seeing an increase in individual sales, which is also really encouraging just that, you know, people are looking at ways of supporting the arts and supporting their artistic communities. Hi, dear Beyond the Studio team. My name is Lee. I go by at Lee actually with a double E, double L and a double E at the end. So L-I-A-C-T-U-A-L, another L and then double E on Instagram. I'm a visual artist, interdisciplinary visual artist. I am recording currently from Mumbai, India. We just went through a 14-hour or so quarantine yesterday. Um, It's been kind of amazing and also nerve-wracking at the same time. Um, I am struggling with income and I am excited to hear that you have put together resources for me to have a look at. Unfortunately, I'm guessing most of the resources you're putting together are for U.S. citizens or people living in the U.S. Unfortunately, I'm all the way here. Um, and India is not the most uh, easy place to be an artist, first of all, and second of all, to be going through this time. We have so many different economic stratas that are going to suffer so much more. And I have to admit my privilege in this time to be able to ask friends and family for support at the moment. Um, In terms of my art practice, not much has changed, but at the same time, having all of this time on my hands where I'm not looking for income because I don't really have that many options uh, has given me more time to just focus. Um, I've been journaling a lot more. I've been working and experimenting a lot more, going a little deeper and crazier into ideas and not really questioning as much, which has been wonderful because it's more about occupying the mind and feeling like I've achieved something at the end of the day. Um, In terms of resources, I'm myself struggling, uh, like I mentioned uh, before. Um, but every day I try as much as I can to engage with people on my Instagram as well and to see how people are doing. I am a yoga instructor and a meditation guide as well as an artist. So it's, um, you know, we, we do what we can to bring in what, what 
bits of coin we can right now. I would uh, I would love to hear from Beyond the Studio in terms of the international artistic impact and how people are creating right now. Uh, for me, it's been more of a 24-7 living and working situation, and I'm just kind of treating it as an apartment artist residency. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for letting me send this in, and I hope to hear from you. Good luck with everything. Yeah, I think we all have to rely on our support systems in different ways. Um, and I love that you are treating this time as an unexpected artist residency. Yeah, I think it's so important to use whatever time we are given to create and to use that. At, I mean, I'm going to have to rephrase this, but okay. um, I think, I don't know, we, we use art as a way of processing the world around us and kind of navigating what we're going through. And this is probably one of the weirdest things that we've been thrown thus far, but it's something that we still have to get through and still have to navigate and still have to wake up and have, you know, Monday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, our, our weeks are still the same somewhat. Um, and so finding ways to create within this new structure um, is really important. And I love viewing it as a like an apartment mm -hmm. residency. And I believe the resources that Lee is referring to are the ones that we've been sharing on our Instagram at Beyond the Studio. Um, we added a highlight in our stories called COVID-19, where we've been reposting and sharing resources. Um, that others have been gathering. And uh, while m some of these are um, regional opportunities or sources of funding, um, it also includes things like online exhibition opportunities, um, webinars, conferences, or classes that have now been made free online um, so that you know anybody anywhere can access those. Um, but please do keep tagging us, uh, especially if you are based um, anywhere in the world, so we can keep expanding the number of international resources that we have to share. Um, if there's something you've come across that's been really valuable, let us know so that we can share that with others. Yeah, and we'll keep this as part of our ongoing homework moving forward, uh, making sure to gather resources, especially if we notice uh, international resources and in areas where we haven't touched yet. But we want to make sure to reference back to that as much as possible because um, so many people have been putting in the legwork to gather these resources and make them available. Um, and we want to spotlight those so that everyone knows what they have access to because right now is a great opportunity where people are making classes that are typically behind a payment wall free and that's really exciting. But there are a lot of uh, very important resources that we've been gathering and we'll keep doing that uh, and that will live forever on our Instagram in the story highlights. Hi, my name is Mary Burmeister. I'm a digital artist based in Ohio. Coronavirus has put a curveball on my unemployment status, but I'm trying to stay positive one day at a time. I listen to Beyond the Studio every day when I walk my dog. I find the fresh air and the inspiring art professionals boost my mood so I can do my personal projects and job applications. Since I am home with my parents and my Australian Shepherd puppy, Willoughby, I spend a lot of time entertaining him. 
He's a handful, but I'm trying to treat every moment as a blessing during this time of social distancing. A coping skill I do regularly for my mental health that has come in handy during quarantine is journaling through comics and reading comic memoirs. They give me joy and hope that my artwork can help the way they help me. Lastly, I've been mindfully eating and doing self-care because I have the time to now. Because being aware and connected to your feelings and situation I find crucial to my artistic practice. If you're interested in seeing my work, my website is maryburmeisterart.com and my Instagram is at mcburmeister22. Thank you, and I really appreciate your show. Thank you so much for your kind note, Mary. We are so glad Beyond the Studio can be a source of inspiration and agree that this is a great time to catch up on podcasts, uh, to continue to feel connected in this time of social distancing. Um, I also really love your focus on self-care and being mindful of how we're mapping our emotions around what's happening and paying close attention to that. I know for me on a daily basis, um, it's felt like a bit of a roller coaster. And so just being kind to myself and understanding how I'm reacting to and processing what's happening um, and how that might be impacting my my daily routines. Um, So thank you for reminding us of that. This next recording um, comes again from Mary and uh, creative partner Caroline Duffy. Um, So we'll hear from them about a collaborative project that they're working on. Hi, Nicole and Amanda. My name is Caroline Duffy and I'm a 2D animator motion designer. I'm currently collaborating with my friend Mary Burmeister. We graduated from Pratt Institute together last year. And we're currently working on a female empowerment documentary about women in the workplace. And it's been wonderful to have this time during COVID to focus more on the documentary. We've been interviewing women of diverse workplaces and just getting such a strong sense of the community all around us and feeling extremely supported by these women during this period. As we've been conducting the interviews, It's been giving us a sense of mentorship and allowing us to just be grateful for uh, this amazing animation community around us. COVID has also given us more opportunities to apply to remote jobs now on the West Coast that we wouldn't otherwise have the opportunity. And just having that time um, where you're not wasting, you know, on the subway has been absolutely wonderful. So thank you so much. Hi, my name is Mary Burmeister. I'm the co-founder of Reciprocal Rain with Caroline Duffy. We are a studio that focuses on digital artwork based around women's issues. We have been inspired to take this time of social distancing to stay connected and build our brand. I am based in Ohio and she is based in New York, so we are used to being remote partners. We are finding a sense of community now that many people have to switch their businesses to communicating online. For our own self-care as a growing business, we have been reaching out to fellow artists and art professionals to see how they are doing. We have met with many people in person before coronavirus as we gathered advice on how to begin our studio. So we're giving our love back over email, calls, and shout out to, on our social media platforms. If you'd like to follow our new Instagram, it is Reciprocal Rain. Thank you. Thank you both. I love hearing from another team of, well, I guess another business partner team 
where they're doing it from long distance, just like us. Yeah, Amanda and I know a thing or two about remote partnerships and creative collaborations. Um, Since we started Beyond the Studio two years ago, we um, have always lived on opposite coasts. Um, I'm, of course, in San Francisco. Amanda is in Baltimore. Um, And so all of the interviews that we've done actually for Beyond the Studio have been done remotely. So it's just, you know, again, a great opportunity to think about how to to use this time to maybe start a new collaboration with someone remotely um, and uh, what you can do with that, um, even though we're all spread out. So we can't wait to follow your project, Reciprocal Rain. Yeah. Now we'll hear from Caroline Duffy, um, the second half of the Reciprocal Rain collaboration. Hey, Nicole and Amanda. Thank you so much for setting up this opportunity for us to connect and share our thoughts um, and find community through this quarantine. I really love your podcast. I work from home a lot and always find it inspirational as a backdrop to my work. I'm a 2D motion designer, so I do cell animation and I also work in After Effects. I think this quarantine period is about finding innovative ways to create new opportunities for artists. I volunteer with Women in Animation, and we're currently organizing our first ever student career fair that has migrated over to Discord. Uh, So it's going to open up a lot of opportunities for future grads to meet with animation professionals to get their portfolios looked at. And just feeling really grateful to be a part of that process. So that's going to be happening on April 4th. I think the community that we need to support the most right now are musicians since they really depend on live shows. So I've been doing my part to advertise live stream shows and encouraging, you know, your social community to donate to their work. I've also been purchasing merch and vinyl from musician friends, and you can even take online classes from them right now. It's another way to support. I think it's really about switching the mindset, though. I feel that, if anything, the quarantine has opened up some new possibilities for artists that they wouldn't otherwise have. Um, It's connecting the East and West Coast of the animation community, since a lot of jobs are remote now. So I am able to apply to remote jobs in LA that I wouldn't otherwise have here in New York City. So I'm feeling extremely grateful for that opportunity. And I think it's about focusing on the positives right now. In my own work, I'm actually contributing to a Flatten the Curve film where over 50 animators are contributing 10 seconds of animation to this piece. And it's about finding positive aspects of the quarantine and really just the good things that have arisen from it. So I'm really, really grateful to be a part of that. And I've just been grateful for this time, learning new animation software and also uh, taking a lot of time out in the woods. Um, So it's been really lovely and uh, just feeling super grateful but I hope you guys are well, and thank you again for organizing this. Okay, bye. Wow, there is so So much that I love about this message. Um, From finding innovative ways to create new opportunities for artists, 
I would love to learn more about the student career fair, um, especially through my work in career development at California College of the Arts, uh, where we're also looking at ways of creating opportunities for students in this period of remote work. So I especially love your observation that this could actually create new opportunity on opposite coasts and reframing this experience around that. Um, and then finally, just crowdsourcing collaborative projects that bring animators together and speak to the ways that artists are coming together during this time. Yeah, and please keep us in the loop on these projects as they move forward, because we definitely want to share them with our audience uh, once they come to fruition, because they sound so wonderful, and we want to follow you on your journey. Uh, I also love the, like, pointing out this rare opportunity we have where location is not really a hindrance with potential job opportunities like thinking about you could live somewhere very isolated but if you have a decent internet hookup you could potentially be taking jobs in LA and that's something that is super rare but could be really really awesome right now yeah absolutely so if you are someone who's been looking for opportunity during this time um, but feeling maybe a little bit limited by your location, um, start to broaden your search. Look outside of that. Look at places, you know, across the country, across the world that are doing the type of work that you're interested in and just engage in conversation. I think one thing I've been trying to encourage other people to do during this time, um, especially students as we're meeting with them, is to, you know, look at ways that you can get involved while we are in this time of social distancing, while, you know, this might delay the hiring process for certain organizations, while some places might not be able to hire during this time, um, that doesn't mean that you can't be, you know, doing research or you can't be joining the conversation online. Um, there are so many virtual panels and conversations and webinars. I think as people are coming together to to try and figure out ways to navigate through this, so you know, follow along and look at how you can join in um, and think about, you know, is there a need that they might have that you could meet for them. Um, again, I think this comes back to just turning our attention outwards on ways that we can serve others. Um, so if you're feeling stuck or, you know, afraid of what this might have, might mean for, you know, a change in your, your work situation, um, maybe looking at what you might be able to offer um, that could possibly lead into other opportunities down the road. Yeah. And I love the special shout out to supporting the musicians that you really love. Um, once again, as someone who is married to a musician who has suffered from, you know, suffered job loss from this, um, I know that kind of support, especially right now, makes such a huge difference. Because knowing that even if you have to cancel your shows and you can't go and see the you know, response from your audience, uh, knowing that they're still there to support you is really important. So being that support system to the artists and the creators that help you get through this, um, you can help them get through it too. Hi friends, my name is Sarah Blanchett and I am a photo-based fiber artist working out of the Detroit area. I wanted to send love to everyone in the art community and list some resources that I have found over the past few days for artists and students who have had their exhibitions or thesis exhibitions canceled in the midst of the pandemic. The Instagram page that I co-curate co called Feminist Art Museum 
is reposting artwork and taking submissions for an online exhibition to take place soon, send us a DM to submit. There are also some other great pages such as in.passing.nyc and Social Distance Gallery who are reposting artwork for artists, among many more. With resources at a limit right now, I know it has been hard to keep making for many. Your voice is always important, especially in your studio practice. So keep making work, even if that means that what you're making takes a form outside of what you're typically creating. We will get through this together. Always looking for new friends. Check my workout on Instagram at Sarah Blanchett Studio, spelled S-A-R-A-H-B-L-A-N-C-H-E-T-T-E Studio. Thank you so much, Sarah, for calling. Yes, and we'll definitely share out uh, Feminist Art Museum on our Instagram. Um, thank you for sharing those other online galleries as well. We've shared a couple of them, I think, in our um, story highlights, uh, but we'll continue to share more. And again, I love that there are all of these pages and spaces popping up, creating alternatives to lost exhibition opportunities. I love the idea of making work outside of your typical fashion. Um, I've been trying to do some painting, which I really haven't done since my freshman year of college when I was forced to take a painting foundation class, and I haven't painted since, but it's been really therapeutic, and I forgot how fun it is to paint. Um, I definitely was texting Nicole with, like, how how to paint. <laughs> I don't understand. Brush? does not equal pencil. I don't get it. Um, But it was really wonderful to try to experiment. And it kind of took the creative pressure off of like, it has to look a certain way because I have no idea what to expect. And it reintroduced the element of play into my work, which I haven't had in a while. I think it's important to, to challenge yourself to create in different ways. And as artists, you are already extremely resourceful and know how to create in multiple ways and can find new ways. Um, We are learning how to adapt and our practice can adapt too. And this next submission uh, from Melissa talks about how she's adapting her practice um, with these new constraints. Hi, my name is uh, Melissa Godonieto. I'm an artist based in New York and uh, my boyfriend and I left uh, the city um, six days ago, we're upstate in upstate New York right now, and um, I was able to bring some of my art materials, but um, my partner uh, needed to bring a lot of instruments to work on his on his project up here. So the space was quite limited in the car, and so and we packed really quickly. So I I was able to bring some things, but not a lot of like a, a not like a broad selection of materials so um, it's been a little bit difficult on that side but also I realize that the limitation has been kind of making me get creative with what I make here what I work on so while here I decided to go back to one of my drawing series where I draw my dreams or um, one time I also asked people to write notes of their dreams and I would draw them so I came up like I I, I've been working on this series for a few years now but uh, it's like an ongoing series and um, but what brought me back to it is that I as soon as I we before we left the city too but as soon as I arrived here and I had more time to realize um, 
I don't know how I feel and um, I started having a lot of nightmares and I would wake up and had so much either intense dreams or anxious dreams and nightmares so it made me think that it's very likely that everyone or a lot of people are having nightmares as well or intense dreams and uh, so I've been asking um, people to send me their dreams and nightmares and I've been making drawings from those from what they share and uh, so far I've made four drawings and uh, I feel like it's a good way to also connect with people or be in touch with people either that I don't know or that I or that I know that I but I haven't reached out to and and uh, like a really nice way to reconnect and connect with people and it also helps me to have something to look forward to each day and I read the messages that I get which becomes the material that I work with and I'm also hoping that when they share their dreams with me it helps them in some way either to ease some of their anxiety or lift something from their shoulders or just feel or just see a visual interpretation of what they dreamt um, seeing it at I don't know, in, in a different form. So if anyone wants to send me their dreams or nightmares, you can do it on my Instagram. It's mgodoynieto or uh, my website, uh, melissagodoynieto.com. Thank you, Melissa. We're sure that many artists are facing new constraints um, as well, whether it be time or resources and so I appreciate that uh, message of finding some small way of moving your practice forward. And maybe that means uh, starting a new series or creating something a little bit different than um, what you would consider your regular practice. And also using it as a way in this time where it may be easy to feel really socially isolated um, to to reach out and uh, plug into your community. Um, so I, I love the idea of starting this new creative project um, while also reaching out and gathering input and um, asking for, for others to send you their inspiration. Yeah, and if you have any dreams or nightmares that you would like to see Melissa interpret, uh, we are gonna include links in the show notes to everything mentioned in this episode. So you can see an email link directly to sending Melissa your dreams, uh, finding everyone's social media, everyone's uh, websites and the references mentioned. So if you heard something today that really stood out to you and you want to follow up on it, uh, just check our show notes for that. And this last message comes from Daniel from New Mexico. Hello, my name is Daniel Kathleenis, and uh, I'm an artist from Albuquerque, New Mexico. I want to share with you my story uh, about this pandemic and how it affected me as an artist. I landed a show in Norfolk, Virginia at Gallery 21, a great space. I packed up my artwork into an enclosed trailer, about 100 works of art, drove them across the country from Albuquerque to Virginia, got there, set up the show, and it all went topsy-turvy. Uh, things went awry. The show was postponed. The opening reception was postponed. The classes that I set up to teach as an artist uh, were all canceled or postponed in the area, with the exception of two classes I had in Chincoteague Island, uh, which is off the eastern shore in Virginia. Luckily, I was able to teach those classes and... Uh, 
and kind of getting shut in here in the Chicoteague Island area. Uh, but, you know, the story, the main part that I want to share with you is uh, that just last night, about 10.30 p.m., I made a public group on Facebook called the Corona Artists. And it's the, the description of the group is, what do artists do when, they shut, when they're shut in? Uh, share your artwork with the group, make a post, and let's get some healing and creative energy flowing. So this is the light of hope for those in the darkness of fear. Uh, it's for artists to talk to other artists, especially by sharing their artwork, sharing their experience, uh, what it is to get busy and perhaps stay busy throughout this process. Uh, we know that the world outside may be uh, in fear or terror, but what are artists doing to be creative for themselves? You know, we need to help ourselves and help each other as we go along. And I just wanted to share that with you. I'm also a filmmaker. I do a video series called The Roaming Artist, where I travel across the country and other countries filming, making art, and meeting people as I go along. And my website is danielcathleenis.com, and I have a secondary website at theroamingartist.org. I hope you all are well. Um, take care of yourself and make this day the best. Daniel, we are so sorry. Uh, everything that you went through. Yeah, how this disrupted your most recent exhibition and classes you were scheduled to teach. Um, we know that many artists are going through something similar, but uh, really inspired about how you turned this into something really positive and started the Corona Artists Facebook group um, and just the, the positive attitude that you're bringing to the situation. Yeah, I imagine it can't be hard being stranded some way or somewhere away from home going all the way across the country just to have this thing that you've been working towards for probably months and months fall apart last minute. I think so many people are in similar and different situations and this is a really rare circumstance where it affects everybody in their own weird ways and I think it's important to to share what's going on and and how it's affecting us and I'm so grateful for everyone that shared their stories and let us know um, how they're coping sharing their vulnerable experiences as well as uh, words of encouragement and advice we really value our listeners and it means so much to hear from you and we want to continue to hear from you and you are all wonderful and keep going and we'll get through this Yes, thank you all so much um, who submitted. Uh, we were so inspired by your messages. Um, we know that they um, have provided hope and, and inspiration for others that are listening. Um, and so, again, we thank you for taking the time to join in this conversation um, and to remind us that we are all in this together. Um, so. We'll be back soon with more conversations. Um, I know Amanda and I would like to um, continue the series. We'd like to keep collecting listener submissions. Um, and we also are working on some, um, some more episodes and conversations that we hope to bring to you um, during this time that we are all in self-quarantine and um, to just use the podcast as a platform for creating connection and for um, diving into artists' experiences about how they are navigating this time. Yeah, and we don't have any concrete 
uh, times for when we'll be releasing new content, um, but we'll keep you posted and release as much as we can. The more you send us, the more we can share back with you. So if you felt really moved by hearing other artists' stories, um, please take the time to consider sharing yours. Uh, and if you didn't hear the last quick episode where I kind of explained what we want to hear from you, we just need you to record a voice memo. You could do that from your phone or on a computer and send that to our email at beyondthestudiopodcast at gmail.com. If you could keep it under three minutes, that would be great. And uh, feel free to share about any projects you're working on, um, any collaborations where you need resources or support, any advice that you would want to share, um, any words of encouragement, and your story and how COVID-19 is affecting you in your life and practice. Thank you all so much again for listening. Take care of yourselves. Stay creative. Be kind to yourselves, each other, and keep finding ways to support one another. Um, we're here for you and thinking of you, and we'll be back again soon. Yeah, bye. That's it for this episode of the Beyond the Studio podcast. You can find show notes, references, and a brief summary of the episode over at our website, beyondthe.studio. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our mailing list to find out about upcoming guests, special announcements, and podcast giveaways. Sorry. It's okay. I think if we have to do a little it's, editing on the other side so of it. quiet. All right. Now I got it. I had the playback volume oh, too right. low. Okay. First listener call. Nope.